Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Central official podcast number 204 for Tuesday, August 8th, uh, 2023. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Yeah, Tony B coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening? Tony Beach just Tony fresh Beach. Off, off of the LBI week vacation. Fresh annual. Back from my annual vacation and fully refreshed. Yes. If anybody follows Tony on social media, oh, you can't do that. He's no, you social, can't do that. But. On social media. But uh, if anybody follows his wife on social media, you can see uh, epic pictures of his sandcastle city that he built. Mega, mega castle. Do you refer to it as like a town or a city or a, what, do you, what is your reference to it? No, it's more like a kingdom. Kingdom. That's the word. That's the it, word. It is a kingdom, Steve. It is a kingdom for sure. It has castles sand, and moats. Castles and kingdoms and moats and... It's kind of Aztec-y, Mayan theme this year. It just turned out that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun. Really good. The, the most epic. Yes. I'd say the footprint of the sandcastle was probably 40, 40 by 40. Right. Like 40 foot wide by 40 foot deep. Just incredible. Um, it was big. Right off the bat, we're, we're getting Raz. Can you speak English? <laughs> I, it was probably me <laughs> mumbling something. So I don't know. No, referring but, to the kingdoms or the villages. Or maybe they're, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Speak English. But, but uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Gilly. She's laughing now. The um, old village. So, uh, yeah, we've been off for a few weeks. You were on vacation and stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff has happened. Um, a lot of stuff and I got to start with this right off the bat. You see the icon maybe in the corner there. Um, yeah. The I show. Like so I, I kind of told you about this, that I was going to do something a couple of weeks ago. And I completely pivoted on my original idea. And I went to... This idea, because people, I see it so often that musicians are having challenges knowing how to promote themselves online, specifically on Facebook. I see it every single day in the, the Cover Band Central group, Tony, there's 66,000 people that are worldwide and people come in there every day and say, hey, we're playing in Poughkeepsie on Saturday. Sure. And that you're not, that's a group of musicians that don't live in Poughkeepsie. 
most likely. And maybe there's a few that live in Poughkeepsie, but out of 66,000 people. A majority of them are not coming to the show. It's not your target audience. So I, I put this all together because I've been doing this for a long time, dude. And, and and I've learned a lot of things. I've made a lot of mistakes. So I put this together. It's a micro course ebook. It's called Get Them to the Show. There's a, a link in the description here. You can check it out now if you like. Um, and it's uh, it's really a comprehensive guide on how to promote yourself on social media, how to build your audience, how to get people interested in your event and how to get them to come. And, and also, you know, that will help you make more money. When you get more people to your show, more people are spending money at the bar, you're, you're more valuable to that venue. You're going to get make, make some more money. Um, so cheap dude, seven bucks. And people, if you get it, um, you get a 60 day guarantee to use it, go through it, go through the steps, do those things. And if, if nothing changes in 60 days, I will gladly give you your money back. But I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen because this is the stuff that works. This is the stuff that I've done. This is the stuff that successful out, bands out there do um, as far as building your audience online, getting interest, engaging. And I put it step by step. You just follow those steps and do it. And then once you learn how to do it, you're going to know. You're just going to know the deal and you're going to be able to do it all the time. So please check that out. The link is in the description. Yeah. And $7 um, is like a cup of coffee and a donut. So, I mean, you know, that, yeah. that perishes within an hour. Right. This, yeah. this lasts you, you know, years of it, of, the, of wisdom. Here. Yeah. As long as there's Facebook, as long as it operates the way it does, this is going to work. Um, it's what I do. I built the audience, uh, Cover Band Central, to 750,000 people plus now. All by myself, by the way. And, you know, it, it took you know, 10 years to get it to that number, but it's not likely that you're going to uh, get to 750,000 followers on your, your band page, unless you're really famous, but um, you'll get much further than you would just on your own, just posting willy nilly. Absolutely. If that's still an expression. Willy nilly. Um, does that make me sound old? Willy nilly. <laughs> I said just being all chaotic and, yeah. So, you know, it's a plan. It's it's like and you and I talk about it a lot about just achieving anything in life. And you're you know, you're much better at it than I am about just having a plan, executing that plan and seeing the results. And that's what you can do with this. You know, I, I did really put a lot of thought into it and I made sure that it's easy for everybody to understand. And just they're really simple things They're not nothing that's going to cost you money. Nothing that's going to take a whole lot of time. It's just a system. And it took me, yeah, 750,000 plus in 10 years. But it took me, you know, five or six years to really get it down, to really get down the whole system and how it works and and, and what works. And you know, since then, I've grown it exponentially. Last year at this time, it was half. It was like 380,000. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, doubled in a year which is nuts. Um, so anyway, I'm not going to ramble about the book the, this whole hour, but it, it's great. I think it's great. I think you'll love it. I think it will definitely help you. It's a good read too. Link is in the description. Check it out. Get them to the show. Get people to your gigs, people. Well, I would just close by saying, if you have a plan, it gives you confidence because you have a map you can follow yes. and you can confidently move forward knowing that you're executing on your plan. When you don't have a plan, and you may not always have a plan with everything in life, right? Sometimes you got to be spontaneous, you got to pivot, you got to go to plan B. But when you lay out at least a course of action and you try to follow it, it gives you 
an inner sense of confidence because you're not so much flying by the seat of your pants and feeling like, oh, I'm not quite sure what the next move is, or I hope I'm doing this right, or there's some uncertainty there, you know, and I'm going to try this. And that's important to do those things in life, right? But you don't want to go every step of every day that way. And like I said, I think this is a great tool that can help people to have, you know, and not everyone needs that confidence, but if you're looking for that and you're looking for a better way to so, to market your band, you know, by having a plan and following the steps in this, I think it, if nothing else, it gives you the confidence to then take it to the next level in many other areas too, because you have a plan. Yeah, that's it. It really does build your confidence. And, and, and when you start seeing it happen and, and people are more com- coming, to, more people are coming to your shows, it's just more exciting. It's more fun to play when there's a lot of people in the room. Yeah, you know, and you may find out which tactics work better for you and your band, right? And then, like you said, then you can use your creative, you know, ingenuity to to pivot and and utilize that that trajectory of your social media, you know, because there's so many avenues you can go in it. Yeah, it's a lot of trial and error that happens. But again, I went through a lot of the mistakes I've made. All so I'm giving you a, a shortcut, so you don't have to make those same. It's giving mistakes you mistake free plan. Mistake free plan. Right. Well, you'll make mistakes too. And I say that in the book too. It's not, you know, sometimes you're going to get frustrated. Sometimes you're going to be like, what the fuck? This isn't working. Um, But you have, it's about perseverance. It's about building and building and building and keeping it going. I bet it it works. It works every time. Um, So get the book. Link is in the description. Jilly, now it's Jilly. She yelled at me for, she said, oh, for fuck's sake, it's Jilly with a G. I mean, it could gotcha. be Gilly. G-I-L-L-Y could be Gilly, right? If you're Isn't that, wasn't that the bar in uh, in, uh, in Mickey Gillies or something? In, uh, <laughs> could have been. It wasn't Urban Mickey Cowboy. Gillies. I know that. It was Mickey Gillies. That was also a last name, though. So I, mean, I, I guess you could see. Uh, I, I suspect she's from the UK or overseas because I know they spell Jill with a G. Overseas. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Not here. I don't know. Maybe she'll tell us. Um. Welcome, welcome aboard, Jill. George is here from Chicago. What's Gorge. Up, always comes by. Leo's always here too. He's in Minnesota. Leo got the book. And uh Jackie just Cause, cause Leo's said, making, yeah. Leo's making a plan. That's why he's got the book. Leo's got the plan, knows the deal. So uh I thought, you know, since you were we were away for a few weeks, we would revisit something that's one of our favorite things to do on this <laughs> show. <laughs> Um, ask about your embarrassing moments on stage. And we've, I think we've done this already twice, Tony. I think we've, yeah, this might be the third time. Yeah. We have. So maybe it it should be an annual thing. Like the first show after your LBI vacation will be embarrassing things that happen on stage. The embarrassing moments on stage. So I put up the question uh, yesterday or a couple days ago, maybe Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was yesterday. And, uh, on the cover band central Facebook page and got 400 over 400 responses. Um, so we're going to go through and we're going to scroll through them and, and see what we can relate to and (laughs) see what we can find Steve out in our world of musicians. Right. And their experiences along the journeys of playing gigs live in front of a live audience. These things, these, I, I apologize, Leo, because I saw this comment just come up. And the spam that comes through on Facebook is, and she's doing it to George now, too. She, it, the bot. Mm. It's a spam. You see it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it happens on my page every single day. And 
I, it's unreal to me that Facebook is not filtering this stuff out better. Hmm. You know, it's, I mean, I, I, I speak very it highly. Looks very, of Facebook. It, look, it looks very tactful the way they have. It's just a bot. It's, yeah, it's but something... I'm saying it's, it's very, you know, yeah, they try. Do they see the genericness of it though? Cause I'm sure they're sending out hundreds of these a day. So. Yeah. I, the, the, it shows up every day under different names and I block yeah. the name and the user every single time. And it doesn't matter. There's, there's, it's they're like roaches. You see one of them. There's like a, a thousand of them. Um, <laughs> seriously, and so it's the ones you can't see, Steve, that you got to worry about. But and so I apologize to you guys for that coming up. And I I try to stay on top of it as much as I can. And as soon as I see it, I I delete it. I block the user. But it is just every day. It's stomping bugs, mm. and it, it's it's really shouldn't be happening on Facebook. They should be much better with their security. Um. Anyway. So, all right, let's bug, go to it. All, all right, let me show you first because I didn't put this up just to, because I really do love this and I really think it'll help. And just it'll be a good example showing you this, the question asking, you know, what are the embarrassing things that have happened to you with the amount of responses you get and how much engagement that is and, and how much of, of a benefit that is for you. So I'll just go show it real quick. The, uh, the, the, page here it, when you click on the link this is what you go to and it's, it tells you a little bit about it and you can make the payment right there and the download right there and again it's only seven bucks so um seven dollars and a money back guarantee let me let me scroll up here so you can see all that satisfaction guaranteed 100 percent, baby 100 percent. so uh and a little quote a, a testimonial from mike schulte and he was kind enough i asked mike to if he would say something about me and cover band central. Yeah, what does he know about social media? <laughs> Mike Schulte is the pork tornadoes and he's one of the best cover bands in the country. And All I right. say that jokingly because he's a master uh, social media poster. Yes. Yes. So let's, uh, let's get to the topic and uh, I got to get it up here real quick. All right. I made it nice and big so we can all see it. I think, should I take us out? Let's One see. major, sure, you can take us out. This who we can see the. Does that make the, it audience, the audience never gets tired of our handsome faces, Steve. However, we need to give them a break. Right. All right. So um, I just discovered that I can do that. By the way. Excellent. I don't know if it's new. Uh, that's a new thing, but. Oh, and uh, Leo, <laughs> just to keep touting this, but Leo said it's worth more than uh, seven bucks. Yeah. More than worth it for seven bucks, he said. So get yourself the book. Um, so here we go. What is one major embarrassing thing that you've had happen at a gig? I have not read through these at all. So we're going to read through them together. Is all this right. big enough? Can you see this on the screen? Oh, yeah, I, can see, I can see it fine. Yeah, it's perfect. Once we get to the comments. Yep. Let's see if the comments show up nice. Let's see. Can You could see those. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So we, what do we got? Uh, Chris Whitehouse at the end of a song I heard someone shout out, show us your foreskin. Not really an embarrassing <laughs> moment. Best heckle ever, though. That's good. Best heckle ever. Um, uh, I, this is one of my favorite embarrassing things on stage. I love it when it happens to other people, even when it happens to me. But Russell Wyatt said, new guitarists play the chorus of Simply Red Stars, a semitone out. Mm. Oof. <laughs> so, yeah. I love out of tuneness. It, it's I, I think it's so funny. 
when it happens, when it happens like so glaringly out of tune. Did you ever see that? Uh, there's a video out there. You probably didn't see it because uh, I'll take this out for a second. But on social media, because uh, it was like a church function and a guy's playing keyboards and it's a nice, it's a pretty sort of churchy song. And there's a guy uh, in the, the foreground or, or the background, I said, I mean, um, that's playing guitar. And then kind of sitting next to him is this guy playing uh, a, a, a brass instrument. I forget what it is now. It's like a trump. No, it wasn't trombone. Trumpet, maybe. Anyway, it's nice. Starts with the keyboards, very pretty. But and this guy comes in, and he's just so badly out of tune, <laughs> and and he's trying. He's just like so close, but it's so bad. And, and uh, you see the expression on the the guy who's playing keyboards. He's like, oh, like what's going on. And he's trying to hold it because I think it was at like a church or something. And he's just trying to keep it cool. And then the guitar player is like kind of tapping him to stop playing. And he, he does not paying attention at all. He just keeps keep playing. going. He's going. Uh, yeah. It's like when a guitar player starts the song in the wrong key. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. And, and it's one of my. I'm in, in the right key. And it's like, heads up, dude. You're about to get reprimanded very quickly because the rest of the band is going to come in and you're going to be the odd man out. It's one of my favorite things. So that's a good embarrassing moment. <laughs> it's favorite things if those are not happening to you. It, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's still funny. But okay. So he said that's embarrassing. Uh, uh, Alan, Elaine Kubert. I don't know. The Elaine. Elaine. <laughs> that's how you say that. Elaine. Yeah. People spell their names differently these yes, days. Yes, they do, man. It's not Alien. 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 When I was a kid, I thought Joel was Joel. Joel. <laughs> oh, Joel. Joel. Yeah, because I was a, I was a kid, you know, and that's how I learned, you know, <laughs> English. All right. <laughs> Elaine said the singer getting on the stage so drunk that it took two people to help him up. And breaking his guitar at the second song, we were to play 27 songs. Uh, the gig was organized by my boss. Oh, oh, excellent. So Elaine's boss organized this gig, and Elaine said, I have a, a band. I can play, you know, this Yeah, thing. it's going to be great. We play some Billy you know, Joel. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> and the singer got on stage too drunk. Got on stage too drunk. Yeah, which yeah, means he was pre gaming way too hard and arrived at the gig ready to go, but he had already the window had already shut on him. And then, break, the and then breaking his guitar. So maybe that's, he did that's... it like Pete Townsend style, those second songs. So at least he went out with style. Maybe he realized he wasn't going to make the duration of the gig and he decided to find an exit like Mike Tyson biting Holyfield's ear off. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, desperate measures, you know. Desperate times call for desperate measures, Steve. Right. Uh, okay. TJ Furtado, my birthday 20 years ago for my birthday, four hour gig last break, standing out back of the club with bandmates and some friends. I'm offered a double shot of Jack Daniels. Hell yeah. It's my birthday. Then offered really good smoke. Heck yeah. Back on stage for last set. And I had no idea how any songs went and had to keep <laughs> asking my mates, how does this go again? Songs I had played a thousand times. Smack my head, shake my head. 
And that is the story of how I, I never imbibed at a gig since. Well, okay, see, there that was a good That's learning experience. Good. 20, 20 years ago, so he learned his lesson. Yeah, on his birthday. So it's very memorable. Well, no, no way out of that, right? Like you're on stage and, you know, you're in trouble. Mm. How about the one before that where the guy introduces a keyboard player? Yeah. The singer was in- introducing each member of the band. And just before he introduced our keyboard player, some guy yelled, hey, play Freebird. And our singer said, and on the keyboards uh, instead of keyboards. Very clever, clever. That's something that... Uh, uh, so how do you say that name? And Mikey and Mikey. Uh, Anna Mickey Leverth. Anna Mickey okay. Leverth. All right. Said just happened last week. I packed a set of spare strings, strings for my acoustic guitar. And when I, when I had to change them, I realized I accidentally took a set of strings for electric guitar. Hmm. So, so. <laughs> Sounded well as to say interesting. Nice. The band showed up. <laughs> band showed up. Eddie said embarrassing moment was the band showed up. That's funny. <laughs> uh, oh, that's rough. Daryl said sang a whole song before I realized I'd been pranked. Another band member had switched off my mic. Excellent. So he's singing his heart out on this mic that's not plugged in. Not turned on. Uh, Rebecca fell off the stage, trying to step off the stage, not far off the ground. Forgot my monitor was on the floor, and my foot hit the monitor and had me flying through the crowded dance floor. A couple dancers saved me and helped me up. Didn't miss a beat. Kept singing. Went back on stage. One band member didn't even notice that she fell. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's good. So that's the important thing, uh, Rebecca, is when you're uh, when something goes wrong on stage, you have to just keep going and act like nothing happened. That's it. <laughs> just keep on going. It was part of the show. Thank yeah. you for our next trick. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let's keep going. What do we got? Uh, keep losing the tap. Keep in mind, people, there's 412 comments here, so we could be yeah, here so for a can, while. Yeah, if we, we're not, definitely not getting to all 400. Unless you want to just go on the Cover Band Central Facebook page and read it for yourself, you yes. can do that, too. You could also scroll through, Steve, and find the most exciting ones. This guy's got a finger. I could. It's, uh, I mean, I'm trying to talk and read them at the same time, which is not easy. Yeah, yeah. And drink wine. Mm. Overprepared, this guy. Yeah, so it seems to be a common thing of pre- too much pregame before the gig. Right. Uh, yeah, this guy's thumb was bleeding. Uh, over, Yeah, overprepared. <laughs> That's a funny way to characterize it. Kept You're not, I'm not drunk. Again. I'm overprepared. Yeah, this, is, this guy's a bit altered, Tony Flores. Uh, Brian Barber left his drumsticks at home. Oof. Oof. Fell off the back of the riser. That's That's two too. drummer ones in a row there. Yeah, yep. Uh, <laughs> Here's one. My drummer, who was pretty hammered at the time, started the snare roll at the end of the guitar solo during the song Starseed by Our Lady Peace. Oh, great song. 
Yeah, once he started the snare roll, he couldn't get out of it in time, so he just kept going and going and going, yelling, I can't stop. He finally just stopped and, count- and four-counted us back in. There were many confused onlookers. Yeah, there you go. Theodoros is forgetting the lyrics of a song he wrote. <laughs> that happens. That happens to the the top artists. That's why they use teleprompters. <laughs> Penny Lane accidentally bumped a pre-programmed drum track on my keyboard in the middle of <laughs> Copperhead Road that I could not hear through my monitor. <laughs> Oh, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough, man. Uh, if you can't, when you can't hear it, you can't hear it, so you don't even know it's playing. That's that's my favorite one so far. That I would like to have been here to see that expression on that person's face. I got last year. I got an, a multi effects pedal, and I had never really used one. Now I'm a bass player. I'd never really used that, one. Right. Yep. And uh, and it's fun. There's a. It's a great one. It's uh, um. Roland or the boss or I don't even know. I, like I just know that it works. It just makes uh, But it, it it works great. And there's a thing on there where you can loop, and you got to press these two. There's three buttons. There's three you know like foot switches, and they're small. They're squares. They're like you know two inches by two inches maybe, or three three inches by three inches. They're small. And so, in order to get the loop to start to start recording, you press these two at a time there's only three and you got to plus the two on the right at a time so there was a bunch of times this happened where the 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 button on the right i use for my chorus if i want chorus on the bass i have it set to that so there's been times when instead of just hitting that button i hit the one next to it too and it started recording whatever i was playing and you know i'm in mid-song you know with a live band and i'm like and, and it was a new pedal for me. So I was like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know how, how long it's going to record. And if when it stops recording, is it going to just start playing what I just played? And then like, I, uh, pure panic. And the, it happened a bunch of times. So there was times when I pressed the right button and it just stopped and everything. I was like, oh, okay, good. And then there were times when I pressed a thing where it just started and replayed what it just recorded. And now it's completely out of time and I'm playing along with it. Just disastrous. But luckily those times it happened, barely anybody even noticed and I caught it in time. But what, what I would do since I didn't know, if I didn't know what to do, I would just lean down and unplug it and then replug it back in and let it, Mode back up so it was... well we we had a time when our keyboard player left the band he got a national gig opportunity so he said listen i'm gonna take this i think it'd be good for me but i'm gonna leave the band and we we're in full swing of, of touring as well so we said to him well listen i'm gonna need you to sequence all your keyboard parts for all the songs to a click so this mm-hmm. way we can play live and still have the keyboards right i'll play to a click and we'll just have to sequence it so he did that and he got all his parts down and it worked great so we get this bright idea one night to say like, hey, instead of this one song where it stops and I do like a, a four bar break or an eight bar break and then it goes right back into the song again. My guitar player says at the beginning of that section, I'm going to stop the sequencer, do like an extended drum solo for, you know, a minute or however long you want to do it, two minutes. And then when you're ready to come back in, do the fill that brings us back in again and I'll, I'll hit the thing and the click, you know, we'll start clicking and we'll come right back in again. Right. Sounds this like it'll work. 
So we play along. Everything's great, right? Come to that part. Bah, 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 doom, doom, bah, and he stops to click, and I do my solo, and I come back in. I'm bringing it back in. Two, three, four. We come in on the downbeat, and he reclicks to click. And for some reason, the click is in the right spot, but the sequencer is not connected anymore. It somehow got disconnected from the the, the synchronization of the click. So oh instead, of going, instead of going, instead of going, it's going. It's like it's supposed to be like one and two, and it's like it's like four and one, and it's like three and a four, and, like, and that went, oh on my God. Like, went on for about like fifteen seconds before we all realized like this is not working, and then he just had to abort mission and just turn the sequencer off, and we just jammed out the rest of it without the keyboard. That's what you got to do for for not musicians or, or or people who aren't musicians have never experienced something like that. There is no other feeling of panic that compares to that and that 15 seconds feels like 15 years when it's happening like yeah and for because for the first five to seven seconds you don't realize what's happening you're like wait a right. minute why is why are all these hits not lining up and the band's doing one thing and this hits are somewhere else and then you realize that it now it's not just off like sequentially it's off like in a random pattern there's no it's not like off a measure you know what i'm saying where you could like somehow flip the time around and get back to one it, it, it wasn't landing on the one anymore it was in some random like <laughs> discombobulated pattern so we just had to abort mission on that that is the worst feeling on stage when you're uh, when you're in train wreck and that like you're trying to save it and there's no saving it and it just there's there's no other no, and especially when the track is a huge synth keyboard track that's carrying the whole song, and then you stop it and it's gone. Right, and it's just. But I mean, that was the radio. thing to do at the yeah, time. You had to, was yeah, there was no it. other way. There was no other way to salvage it. Yeah. All right, so let's get back. Good what times. Good times. Good times. What do we got? Um, uh, it's hard to read all these long ones because we're we're on the audio podcast. By the way, yeah, before we. Uh, continue on this let's take a break for the audio podcast we'll be right back All right hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. All right, so play it again. What's it takes for It's hard to read all these and talk. That's a that's a talent I don't have. Well, one you just missed was the guy said that his band went and they played the gig, and after the gig they went to the B and B and they booked it for the wrong weekend. So the owner was like, oh. "Now," and they had to sleep on the open air stage that they had just played on. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> cool. He said, "That's not go to a very rock and roll. Wouldn't change it for a minute." Steve Mann, like that. That's a good one. That's not embarrassing though. That's kind of cool. It's like being a band camp. <laughs> There you go. Every member of the band started a different song after the drummer counted us in. Beautiful disaster. We survived. And they survived. How did they survive? Let's see. There's a reply here. Uh, the song was Beautiful Disaster. Or the situation <laughs> was. <laughs> I'm sure it was uh, the situation. Charlie Ward simply said, I played. That's embarrassing to him for some reason. Uh, 
Yeah, that that's happened to me. It's something like that so many times. David said it's usually something to do with technical difficulties. One instance was a big show opening for a national act, and I forgot to take the amp out of standby mode. There were a few panic <laughs> seconds with no guitar in the first song coming right out of the gate until I realized what the problem was. Yeah. Yeah, I've certainly done that. Tried to, you know, started a gig and my amp's not on or something like that. Plugged in uh, my tuner pedal backwards. No sound. Lots of stress. Uh, <laughs> Trace uh, singing back up in an unplugged amp. An unplugged in amp. Oh, just unplugged an amp with her, with her foot or something, probably. That happens to me all the time. My amp gets unplugged. Um... Started singing one song while the band started playing a completely different one. <laughs> kind of fit together. It's like a smash up. Joseph said one night at a club I was playing and I met a hottie and I was ordering drinks for her running a tab. At the end of the night, the owner refused to pay us. So I had to pay our, <laughs> out of my own pocket. And he's, needless to say, the hottie wasn't impressed. Why would the... the owner refused to pay you what happened yes that's what i want to know yeah we need to get the extended version of that like you can't play a gig and then the i've never played a gig where at the end of the night the the, the owner was just like no nah, sorry oh, no it's not happening i did so uh, real quick sidebar story so i played a gig where it was with a like a, a real heavy band right we did it was a cover band but they played all heavy songs nine inch nails white zombie sound garden you know heavy stuff we had sequencers really hip great band uh so we played this club and it's like an upscale club and you know there was a lot of people there but they they, they didn't like the type of music that we were playing right so the end of the night comes and i have my giant drum set at the time i brought like the mega set not the giant mega set behind me but close to it so we get to the end of the night and same thing. I go up to the bar before I start breaking down. I said to the guy, you know, you got to pay us. And it was like 800 bucks. Right. And the guy's like, yeah, the owner's only willing to give you like 500 bucks. <laughs> says you didn't play good music and he's not paying you. Oh, said, you didn't play good music. Yeah. So I said, well, I'm sorry. The music wasn't his liking, but he still has to pay us the $800. So you got to get him on the phone. Cause I'm not leaving until we get paid. So he's like, yeah, the guy's not paying you. And I said, well, then you're going to have to call the cops. Cause I'm not breaking down my drums and I'm not taking anything apart until I get paid. So the guy's like, no, you can't do that. I said, sure I can. I said, I have to break my stuff down and you have to wait here until I'm done. So call the owner and get him on the phone. Get the guy on the phone. He's like, Russian guy. He's like, you play horrible music. I not pay you. Click. <laughs> right? So the Ooh. guy's like, I told you he's not going to pay you. So I said, well, you got to call him back because you got to tell him I'm not leaving. So the guy gets back on the phone and the guy's talking to him. He's like, he's not leaving until he gets paid. So the guy's like, I'll give you $600. Like that's, that's all I will give you. And, you know, and, and you come to my office tomorrow and we'll talk about the rest. And I said, no, we're not doing that. I said, you're going to pay me the $800 tonight right now. And then I will start breaking my stuff down and then I will leave. And he's like, you will break your stuff down now and leave. Click, hangs up. So I just sit back down again in the chair and I said to the guy, I'm like, you got to deal with your boss, man. I don't know what his problem is, but like he's hanging up on me. I'm not leaving until I get paid. I'm not taking my stuff down. You guys are going to sit here with me all night till tomorrow if we have to. So now the guy's getting a little frustrated, the bar manager guy, because he just, you know, he wants to close up. And I still like the band's almost all broken down and I haven't even started taking my stuff apart yet. And I got at least right. an hour and a half till I'm out of there. Long story short, it was the night before Thanksgiving, right? You know, big night, right? So we go and the guy gets on the phone. And he's like, this is, this is now an hour and 15 minutes after we started this journey, right? Like I'd stick mm -hmm. to my guns, like you're paying us. We're not leaving without the money. I, you got some balls, man. Yes. Yeah, like, so I mean. I, 
So then yeah. the guy gets back on the phone. And he's like, he goes just like this. He goes, I am going to say, so you do not say one word. I'm going to speak. You will not speak. So I don't speak, right? He says, your band plays horrible music. You are a piece of shit. Your mother is whore. I will pay you the $800, but you can go fuck yourself. Click. Oh, wow. Bar guy, guy goes into the register, pulls out the $800, hands it to me and says, dude, first of all, you're the only person that's ever gotten the money. This happens all the time. Oh, <laughs> I left one part out. After he said all those words, he said, you know, and what do you think about that? And I said, thank you very much. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And then I hung up the phone. That's how it ended. And then the bar guy gave, gave us the money, and he said, you're the only guy that ever got the money. However, I want to go home, so whatever we can do to help you break your shit down, like, we got to wrap it up because we're like an hour and a half past closing. Yep. So that was my story of That's TV. a slow clap. That's a slow clap. Right TV now. against the Russian mafia. That I that you got some balls. I am I am very impressed and proud of you. Thank you. I was very for, proud of myself too because I was the only one that ever got the money. After finding that out, that he said they do this to the bands all the time, and after like a half an hour, people just give up and say, "All right, just give me the money and f you." I'm Especially the drummer with the big kit that has to take a lot of time to put everything into cases and oh, pull yeah. everything out. Yeah. So yeah, good for you, man. That's a great example. I want to. Uh, George said it. That's classic. He loved it. That was a long time ago, but that was my fond memory of just, you know, blindly just getting screwed. Like the guy just not wanting to pay us. You know, it wasn't because we didn't draw or there was any type of problem. The guy was like, I just didn't like your band and I'm not paying you. That is the opposite of embarrassing. All right. Mm. Let's see what else we got here. Michael said my bassist. Oh. So, uh. I don't know if he's trying to be funny or if that's a real issue there. <laughs> I played the bass so I was sitting on the dock of the bay when I was supposed to be playing the Joker. I was so confident I was playing the right one. I had argued with Jane about it, only to find out I was wrong. They're both in the same key. Well, Joker is actually an F. I don't even know. I, I, I think Joker's an F, and sometimes bands play it in an F, and sometimes bands play it in G. But dock of the bay is in G. So... Mm -hmm. Um, so he might've been still in the right key, but I would have to try to run these songs both in my head at the same time and see if they would line up somehow. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So that's a tough break there, Samuel, but you learned something. Uh, Tana, Tana said tripping over a monitor. I've definitely done that. Oh. Fell on stage. That was my big embarrassing story. I've told before. I don't need to tell it again. Day Sloan, I played. <laughs> I played. Uh, Playing a bar in Aspen, Colorado. Barbie Benton shows up. Well, strumming along on autopilot and the song ends. I was enjoying the fantasy with Barbie and kept strumming. I think they all knew where my head was, including Barbie. She had a big grin. She knew. Hell yeah, Barbie Benton. I mean, I don't know what year this was. I mean, if it was Barbie Benton <laughs> two years ago, that's not impressive. But if it was Barbie Benton 30 years ago, that's when funny. she was like Playboy model and stuff, then yeah, there you go. I mean, everybody would understand. Uh, you know. You're just in a some bar in Colorado. There's Barbie Benton. Uh, that's the edge. 
John said, introducing a song and then forgetting the chords. Uh, Thomas Hart falling backwards on my drum throne mid-song after someone spiked the drinks they bought for the band. Oh, boy. One consolation, the waitress that served us the drinks felt so bad she took me home and rocked me to sleep. What? I don't know if I believe that. Unless it was the waitress was his girlfriend or his wife. Or she spiked it just to get him. Right. Uh, there's so that's 400 and some odd comments here. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm trying to get back to where I was left great, off here. Great uh, engagement on this one. There you go. You just passed it. We're here. Good. I'm glad you're paying attention here. There you go. Yep. Okay, for people who listen to the audio podcast, by the way, you can watch this. We are on video right now, uh, live streaming, but you can watch the replay on the Cover Band Central Facebook page, in the Cover Band Central Facebook group, or on the Cover Band Central YouTube channel. Um, there's a link in the description to subscribe to the YouTube channel and click the bell so you know when you we're going live. Nice. So you can see all this stuff that we're seeing right now. Um Okay, so I got to go back down. Uh, there we go. Okay. Rob Walsh said I missed a note once, which is great. I love that. That means that is the only time. <laughs> and he only missed one, so that's not bad. He missed a note. Uh, Justin fell off the drum riser. That seems to be a common thing huh, there, Tony. Oh, I don't know. I've never fallen off the drum riser backwards. I've never done that. Five feet up, flat on his back? Yeah. Five that, feet? Yeah, last note of last song. That, that must have hurt. That would break your spine. Five feet. Uh, Jack fell down the steps. Darren fell off the stage. A lot of falling. Yeah. Uh, James just said just one, and Bob said just, just one. Yeah, just one. Pick one. I'm not going to ask for all of them. Wait, James invited on stage with Prince as an enthusiastic audience manner, mem member, he probably would say, and yeah. dancing on stage trying to look cool when the maracas given to me by Ida Nielsen, his bass player slipped out of my hand and hit me square in the eye. Cue watering eyes and evaporated any sense of cool. Well, <laughs> I don't know, James. The, the, just the fact that you were on stage with Prince. That's pretty impressive just in itself. You, yeah, that's completely sense of cool. So, you know, you hit yourself in the face. That's okay. Um, a lot of Larry, stages tonight. Larry fell off stage. Not his fault, though. Some chick gave him a couple shots of 198 proof Everclear. Uh, yeah, but did she make you drink it, Larry? No, it's your fault. You uh -huh. drank it. Now they're falling, falling, fell going up the stairs, which is a, a great fall down. When you're Especially if you have a guitar strapped to you or a bass and you fall onto it. Oh. <laughs> Rattle and hum, I think that's a U2 tribute, said, rip the seat of my pants, then proceeded, proceeded to convert them into shorts. Yeah, so. smart. Uh... 
Lynn said a light stand with a four par 56 lights fell over on me. Luckily, I was headbanging and didn't see it coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, Glenn played Bad Moon Rising in G. I don't know what the key of that song is, so I guess it's not G. Guy says hair on fire right here. Was that the cigarette? Greg, Greg, uh, yeah, Greg Coolbrith smoking a butt on stage and lit himself on fire. Uh, good times, he said. <laughs> uh, guitar fell off the strap. I've had that happen, man. A strap just all of a sudden, boof, trap. Oh, uh, just, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never had it hit the ground. He said it caught it before he hit the ground. I've never had it. I remember playing a, a, a high school talent show. And the the kid that was in the band before at the end of the last song was like, chicka jang And he put his hands up like, you know, like in victory, like both hands and fists over his head. And same thing, his guitar fell off and was like, Pa-gang-gang! on the ground. Ugh, that's worse. Yeah, not a good look. Uh, <laughs> First show we played, we weren't on the bill. We just set up and played. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Let me just I love up, that. Let me show up and pretend. the first show we played. Let me gig bomb your gig. <laughs> and what did you learn from that, John? To to confirm your booking, I yes. hope. Uh oh, that's rough. Yeah. No and strange. how do you say that name? Dueno? Dueno? Dueno Richards. Dueno Richards. No extra sting strings. And I guess he he broke a couple strings. I had to play without the G and the B for the last two sets. That's uh, rough. So you have that your your E, your A, your D, and then you you have blank spaces and and a high E. So he was probably just playing, you know, bar chords with the first three strings. Uh, power went off halfway through the evening. Took a break at the pub. Came back. Power still off. Packed up by torchlight and went home, Diane said. I don't know if that's embarrassing. That's not your fault. Uh, guitarist fell off stage. He was fired. Whiz Jazz said my mic gone off at a verge. What's a verge? Luke broke a string on the first chord. I played a gig uh, here in New Orleans, like, soon after I was here and the drummer uh, counted off the song. He's like, one, two, three, four. And he went to hit a snare. That was the first hit of the song. And it, the snare head broke. I did that with a bass drum head. First, first note of a song, two, three, four crash in. And the bass drum beater goes right through the head. <laughs> two, three, four symbols, no bass drum. And it's uh, through the head, so it's stuck in there. Luckily, I had a double kit, a double bass kit, so I played left-footed bass until I could switch out the head. Uh, Robbie messed up the whole song. Uh, Robbie. Uh, Stephen or Stefan said, I'm a drummer. I started the wrong groove for a song with a much slower tempo. That happens all the time. I play a lot, so that happens all the time because Jason doesn't play the right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It does happen though. That happens quite a bit. Um losing my air guitar, said Pete. A patron barfed a pitcher of beer on me from the knees down. Bar owners oh. hurting his feelings publicly. 
Oof. <laughs> there uh, you go. All power to sound system cut out. Cue five minute drum solo. I've been there. We blew up. We had breakers blow on a gig one time. It was the same thing. The guy was like, I, I'm going to need a couple minutes to fix this and figure it out. Drum solo time. There was a. Uh... Uh, there was a night here in New Orleans I was playing on River Street and the power went out like in the entire city. Something happened. I don't know. Transformer got mm-hmm. hit by lightning or something and it was raining. And, you know, there's bands playing and to Bourbon Street all of a sudden just dark. And I, you know, packed <laughs> drum, up drum circle <laughs> and I packed. Well, I packed. I think the drummer probably kept playing a little bit, but I packed up my stuff and just walked down the street. And there was this band playing, um, and they were like a kind of like a funk blues band, and I I could hear them from the distance because there was no other sound; everything was out, and so I could hear them far away. So I'm walking towards it, and I go to the club, and it's this dude playing saxophone and a drummer, and they're both just jamming, and, and everybody's got their cell phones with the flashlights on it, and <laughs> and aiming it towards the stage, yeah, and right. they just were killing it they were just absolutely slaying anything i've ever heard uh, just i mean it was just unbelievable it was a magical moment it was one of the moments one of the most magical moments here i've had in new orleans that, that happened like where i was just like wow that was absolutely incredible so what? it was like yeah so it was really cool that the power went out or else that i would have never experienced that all right what else we got uh right. Uh oh, Steve had a heart attack at a practice. It's not embarrassing. Oh, that's but I'm sorry, Stephen. I hope you're okay. Uh yeah, Carl said completely mind blanking when it came time for a solo. Trying to remember on the fly. And having it be a million times worse than if I didn't play at all. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sometimes I'll do that. If I don't know what I'm doing, I just stop. I just stop playing. I'd rather stop playing than play something wrong. Uh... Oof. In church, no less. Del Carroll Jones playing trumpet and second valve tuning slide popped out into the aisle. Whilst, whilst playing, playing. Hmm. John had his amp blow up halfway through the first set. Joe said the drummer didn't show up. Wow. Yeah. Played it anyways. They played the kick anyway. Me uh, and my bandmates getting thrown out of the venue at the interval. <laughs> oh, boy. So that's not like but your wait, band didn't play great right. songs and I'm not paying you. That's no. like, get the fuck out of here. You guys are... Yeah, like, did something wrong. No, yeah, or or like you said during the break, they did something where the bar guy was just like out now immediately. Pack up your shit and leave. <laughs> Charles said I could write a book starting with suffering a kidney stone attack or in the middle of a set and bolting the stage early for the emergency room. Yikes! Ouch! Yeah, it's painful. I've never had it. I never want it. Drink a lot of water. I do. Uh. All right, we saw that. Uh, oh, what? Steven said, 
drunk woman falling into a tall cocktail table in front of the stage and splashing hot candle wax in my face. Oh, the ride to the ER was nice. My goodness. Wow. Hot candle rough. wax in your face. Yeah. Wow. See, I hit a few more comments. Then I have to scroll all the way up to get to where I was. Mm. Uh, okay. There you go. Right That's there. Where we were. Okay. Uh, drinking another drinking one. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Mike stand wouldn't stay put and slowly lowered <laughs> as I played <laughs> and sang radioactive by Imagine Dragons until I was nearly squatting. <laughs> oh man, I've had that too, man. We're on my mic. Maybe not the whole stand was lowering, but just the mic itself. Um was was doing like just just a slow like you know and i'm playing and i can't stop it that's yeah that's that happens, happens sometimes especially like if i'm drumming and singing sometimes the mic is it too low and you can't just keep time and pick it up because the whole stand moves so you have to st- right. stand on the stand with your hi-hat foot while keeping the groove adjust the thing up and then you know keep it going that is not very much of a hassle oh boy um, I, I said if I had the chance to go back and do it all again, I would not choose radioactive by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> That's a solution, Mark. There you go. It was the wrong song. I was uh, a roadie. Some punter came up on stage and started to sing with the act. I ran on, picked him up, and busted him off. Bustled him off. I was giving him an earful when the music stopped, and I heard on the system, Mick, Mick, it's okay. He's with us. He's our friend. Mm. This is too long to read. Uh, Jason's fly was down. His whole the whole gig, like nobody Excellent. told him during the, the whole gig that like, hey, not, dude, maybe nobody nobody noticed. Yeah, you got your guitar in front of you, so so it's not that bad. This guy had a meltdown from not taking his meds on stage. Interesting. Oof. I. Uh, Gunchi played a wrong note. Very shameful. Carlos sang a wrong note. That guy was slam dunking money in the tip jar and broke the jar. Exploded. Oh, I missed that. You read that quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's rough. Lewis, a lady drunk dancing, fell into the guitarist amp. The amp comes down towards me. Our manager got there in time to save me, but it it took out half his drum set. Uh, only, only egos were hurt. Yeah, drunk bottle people. Caps, six bottle caps in the tip jar. <laughs> yeah, drunk drunk people at gigs are an occupational occupational hazard. Oh God, I could tell you a dozen times people have fallen into the band. You know, mm. crashed into either the singer or the drums or everyone. Marco was playing in France at the end of the concert. He said a big, big thank you to all the staff of, and he named a place that was not that place. Ah. Uh, he said the wrong thing. Like, thank you, Detroit, when he was in uh, yeah. Texas. Uh, uh, Chris played a, a gig a few years back for seven people and a dog, and he put a picture up to prove it. There it is, and the dog's sitting at the bar. I like yeah. that. Yeah. 
you know, dogs have rights too. They play cards. Sure. They can definitely drink. <laughs> they can play cards. <laughs> yeah, I have a painting on my wall that proves it. Yeah, shows it. Sure. Uh, oh, that's rough. Yeah. Playing in a small bar with literally everything plugged in the same breaker, lights, beer, fridges. First song, count one, two, three, four, and boom, complete blackout. We had to use only our stage amps and the monitors as a PA. Monitors as a PA. That's rough. I've been there, too. Whew. Uh, power outage. A lot of power outages, I've observed. Yeah. So I don't know if that really falls under embarrassing. Embarrassing is more like, you know, stuff that you you were responsible for. Absolutely. So like the falling off the stage kind of thing. That's that's your thing. You did that. Setting your hair on fire, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and drinking too much. Uh, walking in the bar, pouring tequila shots from the bottle and singing mass tequila. I failed to see the ceiling fan above me and caught a full splitting blade dead in my oh. forehead. Oof. Knocked me off the bar. Good thing it is is I didn't spill the bottle and <laughs> didn't miss the lines of the song. See, there you go. A nice bruise on the forehead for a couple of weeks, a couple of bumps of bruises everywhere. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever gotten conked by a ceiling fan, but no, I can't say I have either, thankfully. But uh, yeah, that that'll that'll leave a mark. Uh, Gary West said they changed the venue. I've had that happen too. You show up at a, to a venue, and you know that's not the place you're supposed to be playing. It was a different venue. Ah. Uh. Pamela walked backwards off the stage. So she was like, I guess, performing and walking yeah, around and back and it fell off. Uh, Michael got food poisoning, threw up while I was playing drums. Scotty Sachs there looks like he's doing something, fell off the stage, strutting across the stage and walked right off, landing on my face on the dance floor. However, he did keep singing and never missed a word. Everybody says that, huh? You know? Yeah. Didn't miss a beat. Uh, yeah, James uh, subbed with another band. and realized they're, they're drop-tuned while he was in standard. Again, an out-of-tune thing. I love the out-of-tune thing. That's one of my favorites. It just makes me laugh every time. Tosi forgot cymbals, so played drums without Oof. brass. That's rough. Um, so let's see. <laughs> While playing Lights by Journey, the place went completely black as the singer sang the first line of the song. Interesting. <laughs> Go back up for a second. Read the one about the guy right there. Eric Bronsweld. I'm a solo and was playing a restaurant bar in the dining section, but I could be heard easily in the bar. I had just finished the chorus of While My Guitar Gently Weeps, of which I nailed every note vocally and heard thunderous applause from the bar section. That was the end of my set, so I went out to the bar to thank them for their support, only to notice that the Philadelphia Flyers were on the TV playing <laughs> in the Stanley Cup, and that's what they were cheering about. <laughs> yeah, that's always funny, too, when people are yeah. cheering about stuff that's not, uh, not, even that's not you. Doing. They're not even paying attention to you. Uh, all right, that's good stuff. We we enjoy going through those and having a laugh yeah, at ourselves. Fun. You know, we we don't need to take this all so seriously. It is, you know, there's certain things you want to take seriously, but not everything. And it's important to be able to laugh at ourselves and, and each other in good fun. 
So spend so, the uh, seven bucks and get the book. This way you get the course <laughs> and you can get more gigs and then you can add more embarrassing moments to your career. Yeah. So you got the, yeah. So get them to the show. It's out now. The link is in the description. Um, check it out. I'll, I'll show it again here on the screen. Uh, yeah. what it looks like. Um, but I did put a lot of work into this and it's, it's gonna, it's gonna help you out. It's gonna help you elevate your game online. No doubt about it. Money back guarantee. Here you go. hundred percent satisfaction, 60 days. You get to use it for your $7 investment. <laughs> Uh, what did you say? Coffee and a donut for seven bucks. That's it. Coffee and a donut, seven bucks. Um, it's great. It will help you understand the, the algorithm, how it works, what you can do to work with it. You know, I, I say beat it in here, but what I really mean is to work in harmony with it. Um, you, you don't want to resist what it is because it is a thing. So you want to understand what it is and know how to play nice with it. And that's what I kind of teach you in this in this micro course. It is a little little bit of work to do. You go through, you read it, you do, you know, kind of the exercises, and and st you could start right away, and you'll see a difference very quickly. Um, so, link is in the description. Make sure you get it and check it out. Money back guarantee. You can always get your money back. So seven buck investment. Simple. Um, nice. All right. So. Uh, this was great. It's great to be back and hopefully we'll be back sooner than three weeks from, from now. Yeah. Um, do it, but, uh, good times. Keep those embarrassing moments coming and, uh, yeah, laugh at yourself, have fun and, uh, and enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. We'll see you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.